Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. How are we looking? Glad to have you. Hopefully enjoying your day. Beautiful Wednesday as we are now midway through the week. Brewers back at it today. Taking on the crew. Taking on the the Tampa Bay Rays down at the Trop. Tropicana Field. They got a win there last night. Nice win last night. Last six games for Andrew McCutcheon, he's batting over 340. I mean, that he's he's been clubbing the ball. You're getting something out of him now. You know, if if he content now, I'm not going to say he's going to continue to hit 340. That's not what I'm saying. But let's just say he hits 280 the rest of the way. And you still get this kind of productivity out of Christian Yelich. Woody is back. Let's just say, okay, I'm just saying for S's and giggles, that uh, he, not to say he's going to pitch, you know, one run game every game out, but let's say, you know, his ERA ends up at about 2-4, 2-5 by the time it's all said and done. Something like that. You start to get these kind of hits. Urias is hitting with a two-run bomb last night. McCutcheon hits the two-run bomb in that big sixth inning for the Brewers. All of that. It gives you last night was one of those nights where you sat back, you had your hands kind of folded, you were smiling a little bit. Yeah. How are we looking? Now one game does not a not a season make. I get that. But uh last night was last night was kind of like how it's supposed to be. You know, good pitching, a little bit of bullpen help. Eh, you know, you're not gonna shut everybody out every day. You you give and take, but you know, you score four-plus runs a game, and you're going to win. Brewers did it last night. Good job. Um, 877-867-1670. We are talking about baseball a little bit earlier. Uh, complicated fellow says, when will the umpire behind the plate be replaced? That will increase the speed of the game. No more arguments at home plate. Um, I, I don't think you're ever – you're ever going to replace the home plate umpire. What you're going to do is see umpires continue to be graded over balls and strikes, and they're going to continue to change their strike zone somewhat and and keep incre- or keep decreasing it into the box that you see on television. And then for the most part, let's be honest, umpires are pretty good. They're not bad, okay? The only time they're bad is when you're seeing them call strikes way out. You don't mind it when they're calling a strike three and punching somebody out in that in, in that magnanimous way, you know, when uh, when it's your guy that's on the hill. You don't mind that. They, you don't mind that. But what we uh, what we do see and and get upset by is the fact that you know there are umpires who. Uh, have expanded strike zones. As long as they go for both sides, I don't care if it's consistent. But what we have seen in the past is some umpires with these expanded strike zones that uh, tend to irritate us at times. But the problem is calls at the plate. Fair and foul, calls at the plate, safe, out. All that stuff needs to be taken into consideration. You had the the game between uh, the Yankees, it was the Astros, where Aaron Judge, 
went to swing the bat, and the, and the bat barely tipped the glove of the catcher, but it was catcher interference. And there, you know, the umpire had to catch that. They had to go back, look at the video. They had to catch it. Stuff like that, that that's human instinct. So I don't think you're ever going to get rid of them, but they are being governed by their own body, the umpire's union, differently in conjunction with Major League Baseball. Uh, 877-867-1670. Pac fan says they won't do it, talking about when we were uh, discussing it a little bit earlier regarding using the uh, the pitch clock and, and doing it correctly and getting rid of taking the uh, instant replay out of the hands of the umpires and just putting it into the hand of one person inside the stadium. Uh, Pac fan says they won't do it because the, quote, unwritten rule book is far too long and Major League Baseball is too damn worried about change. I, I See, here's the thing. I agree with you. It's the unwritten rule of the the gamesmanship between the batter and the pitcher, and the pitcher staring down the batter, and the batter, batter stepping out of the box, and on and on and on. It's all that crap. I agree with that. But I think there can be a happy medium. It's just nobody's willing to take it. Greg says, too many makeup calls and a 3-0 count next pitch is not a strike call. Uh, it, is, it's not a strike. Call it that way. Um, and Rick says, umpires are part of the game. And I do believe that. I believe if you take umpires out of the game, it, it loses its flavor. Nobody wants that. I, you know what? I've been a big proponent of, get, of, of eliminating a lot of the replay. Get rid of the bang-bang calls. It's a human call. Get rid of the bang-bang call. Let an umpire do his job. I don't know what the percentage is. I think like 89, 87% of the time they're right. They're right. Very rarely are they wrong. And there are some, don't get me wrong, there are some umpires that are egregiously wrong. And those, see, the problem is those are the guys you need to get rid of. Bring in guys that are better. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Again, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, this one's from Jimmy. Jimmy says, uh, hey, Bill, long-time listener, first-time emailer. He says, I agree with you regarding baseball. It can be long and uh, it can be long and it drudges along. Uh, I think that baseball could speed itself up in certain areas, but then again, when you get a high scoring game, it's always going to be a longer game. So there's no guarantee that you're going to have games consistently under three hours uh, per game. Uh, just sit back, relax, and enjoy baseball. You know what you're in for when you go to the game. My kids and I always know we're staying until the last out, no matter how long it takes, unless, of course, it's a long rain delay, which, and as he, as he has in parentheses, we don't have to worry about in our own backyard. Jimmy, appreciate the email. You, you do kind of understand that. It. It's, it's, talk about unwritten rules. The unwritten rule is if you stay till the entire game, it's usually about a three-hour game. Learn to love it. If it's your team and it's exciting, it is what it is. If it's a boring game, and it's a boring game. That's the reason they put the DH in. Get rid of the boring game. Make sure that uh, guys that can hit can hit. Get rid of the bunt. Get rid of the sacrifice. Get rid of awkward pitchers trying to take a swing. You know, that's what they wanted to do. 
We'll see if it has an impact on viewership. We'll see if it has an impact on run scoring. We'll see if it has an impact on on fan enthusiasm when the end of the year rolls around. See what happens. I agree. Uh, 877-867-1670. Rick over on the Bud Light live stream says they need to change the rules about stepping out of the batter's box. Um, If you need to, okay. If you're doing it to for gamesmanship to slow a pitcher down, as long as it stays within the whatever the allotted time we would give you would be, say we give you 30 seconds, 25 seconds, whatever it is, you can step out and get back in. But if that pitch is thrown, unless, of course, you have a legitimate reason, say your batting glove's fallen off or it didn't take tight enough or something, you know, whatever, there will be instances. Or you're only allowed one step out per at bat. You can do that too. Maybe you go in that direction. You say, look, you can step out, but you're only allowed one per at bat. So it's not going to be constantly stepping out because the pitcher doesn't throw the ball at a particular you know, pace, so to speak. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, I would agree. I, there, there's just, But it's all the little nuances and gamesmanship of baseball. And I don't know if baseball itself, nor fans for that matter, are um, – are willing, we'll say, to give it up. To give it up. Uh, you can also hit us up over on the uh, over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Chaz says, "Love the game of baseball, always have, but NFL is always always going to be the top dog." Chaz, we talked about that. I agree. the The way the NFL has done it, positioned them, and, and just the fan base has morphed. I would agree with that. 100%. I still think there is a romance to the game of and I don't know if it's the same with you or not, but there's a romance to the game of baseball of going to the game during a week. During the week, an evening. You know, a little bit of a tailgate. Kicking your feet up, sitting back, relaxing. There's the dog, the brat pretzel or popcorn, a beer, and just keeping score. Just, you know, even if you're watching it on your phone, but just, you know, kind of keeping score, doing your own thing, you know. There's a romance to the nuance of baseball. There always has been. Even going back into the day where there was the businessman, as they called it back then, the businessman special, you know. A mid-afternoon, you get out of work a little early, you and some of the colleagues from work head down to the ballpark, you know. Take it easy. Relax. Watch a game. Go back to the days of Old County Stadium. You know, when they used to sit up on the hill up by the uh, vet, the uh, the Veterans Cemetery up there by the warm, or uh, by the uh, VA. And they'd look down and County Stadium and see the players. And, you know, just go back to the early 70s. Go back to the 50s and 60s when baseball was the pastime, when that was the sport you couldn't wait to see. It was – you had this week in baseball. It was one game a week. Otherwise – Maybe you saw your own team every now and then, but it was the romance of the radio, you know, the 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 painted picture in your mind. There's a romance to baseball that the 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 NFL doesn't have that, and that's what baseball needs to recapture, in my opinion. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. I, I but you, you, there's got to be a nostalgicness to that. You don't want to drudge up the past just to drudge up the past. But there are things that took place 
back in the day, so to speak, and this is before my time, so I'm not kind of dating myself here, but if you just go by my own personal experiences, I used to love to get my friends together. We took the bus. We were on the bus line. So we took the bus, went downtown. It dropped you off right at the stadium because on the plaza level of Riverfront Stadium, there was a plaza where the buses actually pulled onto the plaza and dropped you off. And we would wait around. We'd get the $2 tickets for the last three rows of the stadium. Loved it. We'd go sit way up top, and then by fifth or sixth inning, you could always find your way down a little bit, whether it was down one of the, the baselines into one of, the, say, the green level, which was like you know the loge level at American Family Field because it was different colors. Blue was the lowest, and then there was green, and then there was yellow, which was the club seating, and then the red was way up top. But we'd find our way down to the green level and just enjoy the rest of the game. Then at the end of the game, say, eighth or ninth inning, the buses were all sitting out there. You'd find your bus. Always take the 15 back up to Price Hill, drop you off right there on Sydney Road, and come back. It was just that was your day. You know, it's it. I don't know whether it's just the world we live in. Things have gone by to where we've lost some of the romance of the game. I, I agree with you. I don't think baseball's ever going to overtake the NFL, but there has to be a niche for baseball and the romance that is baseball. Ben, were you like that when you were growing up? Did you? Take the bus or, you know, bikes or get dropped off by mom and dad with your buddies and just go take in a game? Yeah, we had – so there's one – sub. well, there are two subway lines in Philadelphia. Most of it is above ground, but there's one that goes right through the middle down Broad Street to City Hall, which I'm sure – like whenever there's a sports game in Philly, they show that's the TV shot that they establish <clears throat> whatever quarter with. But, yeah, I'd hop on the subway, go down to a game all the time. Um, I – I don't really know because that was, I mean, when I was going to games, that was still 2009, 2010. So this mm-hmm. still might be a little bit of a different era. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I understand it. But I, I think, think as a, go ahead. I think there's a lot to be said I, just about like the age, you know, I, I think naturally right. whenever someone is older and like even just out of childhood, they look back to whatever games they went to at that point in the sport as, you know, like the best time of baseball i just think that's kind of the power the sport has so naturally i think there's second guessing with you know what's different time to time right no i would agree with that uh 877-867-1670 if you have to talk about the romance and memories of baseball what would it be if you were going to say this would bring me back to the game this is why i love baseball this is the reason why i would love to come back to the game in case maybe you just aren't a fan of the game anymore. Who knows? Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show yet to go. Stay tuned for all of that. Uh, this portion brought to you by our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Why do I bring that up? Because, oh, my goodness, they have got a lot going on. A lot going on. Sunday, they've got live music. Or Saturday, uh, Sunday and uh, Monday. Monday, normal business hours, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday, live music by Fire on High. From 12 to 4, they're going to be grilling for charity. Uh, with the local AMVETs that are there, which is fantastic. It's a great group. Sunday, live music. Matt Johnson's going to be there noon to four. Grilling for charity by the Pestigo Music Parents, fundraising for the Pestigo school, uh, school System, the music departments, and they're taking a trip to Nashville. Cool stuff there, and then Monday normally open. So they're going to have wine, slushies, and for God's sakes, anybody, Jake, if you're listening, I saw on uh, Facebook, Moscato is back. They've got Moscato's back. Now, I'm going on vacation next weekend. For the love of God, in some way, shape, or form, can you please get me some Moscato? Uh, if i got to give you my address, I'll do it, but let me know. For the love of God, I need some of that Moscato to take with me on my trip. 
So Chris, Melissa, Jake, everybody there, give us a shout because we love some of that Moscato because I was told they're going to be going to be making some and it was about ready to be casked and put back into the bottles. Oh, I just couldn't wait for it. But they didn't have any when I was there, so got to get it. And look for it by name. Forgotten Fire Winery in your local grocery stores and your local wine stores, your liquor stores. If you can't get to Pesh to go, look for it because they got Moscato and it's back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, uh, our condolences. Uh, I talk all the time about our buddy Joey Albanese over at Albanese's Roadhouse. And uh, Joey's dad, Dominic, uh, just passed away. Just found out about that yesterday. So um, our condolences because I know Dominic, I know Joey's dad, huge part of his life. Um, Really, uh, not only his kind of hero, but his mentor uh, in the restaurant business for a long, long time. So if you uh, do go over to Albanese's, uh, tell Joey, you know, hey, uh, sorry, condolences you just heard, if you have not heard already, but uh, his dad, uh, I know his dad had been ailing a little bit, but I don't know how sudden it was that he passed, but, uh, yeah, his dad passed the other day. So uh, our condolences and thoughts and such go out to our buddy Joey, who uh, who is such a genuinely good guy. And, again, if you are looking by any chance uh, for, uh, you know, to join a league or what have you, head out and, and, and join uh, – you know, them for their bocce ball nights and such. Or you just want good Italian food on the west side of town. I mean, either way, it's a great place to go. But uh, go in and say hi to Joey. Give him a pat on the back and maybe a big Italian hug. You're good to go. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, this is, uh, who's this from? This is from David, uh, right on the money, one foot in the batter's box, uh, or you're out. Pitchers can pitch faster, way too much wasted time. It's a very simple fix. Uh, well, we were talking about that just a, a little while ago about, you know, how, how to fix a little bit of Major League Baseball. Um, I will say this, though. Um, there is the, uh, the pitch clock that they use in the minors. And I don't know if you knew they did this or not, but they use the pitch clock in the minors. It seems to work rather well, actually. Um, one of our uh, people that listened to us over on Twitter, Sam, said uh, we were at the Nashville Sounds game this last weekend, and with a pitch clock, it seemed to move things right along, and it didn't seem like the players and their routines were affected too much by it. And again, I think the pitch clock and the fact that you have one guy in the stadium monitoring um, – you know, the, the video instant replay, I think it'll be good to go. No problem there. But if you had to do something other than a pitch clock, I mean, go back to the and, – and, Ben, so let me ask you this because you're more of this today's day and age, okay? I go back. I was born in 66. My growing up glory days were the big red machine coming up into the 70s and 80s. So – and then being in high school and going to the games and being able to drive. And even when I came home from college for a while – that that span from say 1975 ish all the way up until say 89 90 that was my span of going to baseball games so if you were going and i know how you know we had the romance of the ballpark and the games and there was a certain feel to it and and you know then again the team was winning too i mean that's that has a lot to do with it 
But what would you change about baseball being out of the younger generation? <laughs> so this has been brought up a couple times. And it's not necessarily the length of games for me because college football games are four hours, but we sit through them because they're entertaining. It's the constant entertainment part. The first thing I would do is I would eliminate replay and allow managers to then get into massive blowups on the field. But the second thing that I really believe in, I would move every fence back at least 40 feet. I would make it so only a couple hits Every few games are home runs, and most of them are just screamers that go, like in Little League, when that kid plays right field, but he's a little bit not coordinated enough to really be good at it. So then when the ball goes by him and it just starts rolling forever, because where I played mm-hmm. Little League, it was a, a inner city like baseball field. So there's a soccer right. field naturally connected. So there's no fence, and the ball just rolls forever. So it, it's those settings, because I, I feel the most entertaining – Uh, moments in baseball are like triples or when you have a lot of traffic on the base pass, the ball goes into the gap. Can the guy score from first? Can the outfield get it in? That kind of stuff. So if you move the fence back 40 feet, I I think that solves a lot of it. You don't get as many home runs. There's a lot more on field action instead of dudes slowly trotting around the base pass. Well, in today's with so many stadiums that are built, I don't think you can move them back, but you can certainly make the walls higher as long as you can see over them as fans, right? Yeah, I don't know. I build new stadiums, figure it out. <laughs> Spend billions to fix up, and that would be hundreds of billions actually by the time it was all said and done. You so, said, "What build- would I change?" Not how would right. I change it? Right. I'm trying to think of things. That would because the the automatic thought is okay when when as fans, what are the couple of things that we think of when we think of say throwback games and nostalgia and bringing back the romance of baseball? The first two things that come to mind: uh, a baseball team I was a fan of making the playoffs. <laughs> uh, my first two thoughts are what always happens. Old retro uniforms and dollar beer night. Those are the two things that the dollar beer, dollar dogs. The, that, that those are the first two things everybody thinks of. Make it cheaper and go to throwback uniforms. So th- those are the first two things everybody thinks of. I don't think that's just specifically the answer. I look. I, I agree with many of you who say it is costing a ridiculous amount of money to go to a ball game. I 100% agree. When you get somebody told me, and I, I kid you not, somebody told me that they went to uh, American Family Field and got two shots of whatever the drink was, and it, like one shot, and then they said, "No, can you just make it a double?" And they did because you can't buy more than you know two drinks, and it was like forty bucks. I, I said, there's no way. And he said, yeah, it was 40 dollars And another guy came over and said, yeah, I got to whatever the mixed drinks were that they were serving. He said, yeah, they were like, you know, $20 a piece. I'm like, oh, my God. Now, that's ridiculous. That That's like insanity. Uh, so that is I, that I agree with. If you can lower some of these prices and make them more reasonable. Uh, then again, I know they don't want people getting hammered because then they, they become obnoxious drunks. But that's you're not going to make you. That's a one and done. That's a, I'm going to buy this one time. I'm never going to go buy it again. 
I'm never going to take even the time to go to the concession stand to even think about buying that if that's true. It just will, it will never happen. I'm not going to do that. But just some of the prices are ridiculous. But I, you're not going to get back to dollar dogs and dollar brats or dollar beers. It, uh, that's not going to happen. But you can have a couple of nights of nostalgia. Make it, if, if you're going to do that, make it a kid's night. You know, because that's, that's really where your future is. Make it a kid's night where you're going to say, buck fifty, two dollar hot dogs and brats and a soda or whatever, you know, or a popcorn or whatever, and then make it go back to the old throwback days when I used to go to the games. They actually used to give you a helmet. Now it was a cheap plastic version of their helmet, but they gave you a helmet, you know, an actual helmet to wear. It wasn't the little cup helmet that you got ice cream in. It was an actual helmet that you could adjust the size. Go back do some of those things, man. Yeah, dollar beers for the kids. Well, you know, dollar beers for the adults, but no dollar soda. You can go, you can go five bucks for a beer for for the adults. You're still making money. Come on. Do you know what it costs to pour a draft cup of beer at a ballpark or in general? In general, I mean, the ballpark buys them all from because they they get obviously they get that from Miller because it's you know Miller still has that contract there, but generally. From say, let's just say like a keg of Miller Lite. I think it's it's under a buck. It's under a buck a cup. The the actual cost, it's under a buck a cup. And they're charging what, eight bucks for it, ten bucks for it. I mean, it's it's you know you're not not making money. You know you're what you're what you're not not making is the the margin of of margin of profit you want which is kind of crazy, but it's, you know, come on. It's not like you're not going to make money if you don't sell a couple of extra beers. I actually will probably sell a couple of more in the grand scheme of things. Anyway, I'm getting way off track, but that's where you start. And then what I would do, I'd do a throwback night where, you know, you get in for a certain price if you go back through, through some throwback apparel or something like that, you know? Just trying to think of something that would be more nostalgic than just having uh, your players out there in in uniforms from 1972. Something like that. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, oh, Rick says, I went to a, a Cubs game. Not only was everything incredibly expensive, but Wrigley's a dump. I've always said, I, Wrigley Field is nostalgic. And as a fan, if you're sitting down one of the baselines, you're sitting upstairs. I get it. You know, you've got the ivy. You've got the look of the field. There's that feel when you walk through those tunnels up into your seats. Other than that, it's an armpit. Everything about that town sucks. It's a dump. It really is. I I really respect and like what they did with uh, Fenway. When I went through Fenway Park, oh, my God, the amenities they made to that ballpark are incredible. Wrigley, not so much. Not so much. Um, Phil says, I would like to see the plays at the plate come back or uh, slides into second base to break up a double play. But uh, same in the NFL, the big hits and the quarterback hits and such. Across the middle, not going to happen. It was part of the game. I loved growing up and watching that. Made it a challenge and a risk. Now it seems like the NFL quarterbacks just throw deep to look for the penalties or to uh, to get the catch. There's nothing in between. The flags and the booth reviews, in my mind, 
break the flow of the game, both in the NFL and Major League Baseball. Yeah, they when they eliminated the ability to actually break up the double play or plays at the plate, you got to be out in the play. If you're in front of the plate, you got to have the ball in your hand. And blah, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they wanted to get rid of injury, the risk of injury. It's like, well, that's what you partly played the game for. And how many people were really? Let's be honest. How many people were getting banged up every year, going out of ball games because of hard plays at the plate or breaking up a double play? You know, one or two guys. It was the Buster Posey rule. Buster Posey got his ass ran over. And suddenly we got to make rules because, oh, my God, Buster Posey was a, was a popular play in San Francisco who got his clock cleaned, and we need to make a rule because Buster Posey needs to be one of our big stars in the game, who really, after that, never amounted to crap. So that was kind of like the Ray Fossey rule when Pete Rose ran his ass over in the All-Star game. It is what it is. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show upcoming after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You looking for a Harley Davidson, a motorcycle of any type, motor clothes, parts, accessories. How about uh, some just really good events? Or maybe you just want to start gearing up for the hometown rally. You want to learn to ride. Whatever your heart desires, there is no better Harley dealer in the state of Wisconsin. As voted on by many in the state of Wisconsin, the best is Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com. Give them a shout. Again, wishd.com. And, uh, and head out there and see my buddy Craig, who is the general manager uh, of that particular dealership. Uh, oh, my goodness. Did you see that play, Ben? Uh, no, I do not have the game Holy on mackerel. in front of me. Holy mackerel. Um, long, going to go Bob again, I, I, I should not be doing this, but I'm going to uh, because it's, it is significant. Um, you, Jonathan Davis just made a spectacular diving catch straight away center field. Brewers are on top one to nothing on a rowdy to less home run, by the way, in the bottom of the second. Davis made a diving catch in midair. He caught the ball like supermanning as he's running dead nuts straight backwards, running full throttle towards the wall. He dove into the air and caught the ball and smashed head first in the air into the wall like his body folded backwards he's on the ground right now he, he was writhing in pain grabbing his back and god i know that feel, feeling but what an incredible play what an incre- i mean everybody's out there right now council the training staff uh everybody i mean just i, I can't imagine he's going to continue all the players yelich is over there uh, Urias is over there. I mean, everybody ran out to him immediately, but, and he held on to the baseball. That's the most amazing thing about it, but what an incredible, that's a highlight play. If that's not uh, one of your top five out of, uh, the ESPN top 10, I have no idea what would be What an incredible play, but I thought, I thought he broke his back. Oh my God. He dove head first into the wall. Head first into the wall, and they are they have the uh, the stretcher cart now out on the field just in case he happens to need it. But oh my goodness, 
If you're watching a game, you know exactly what it is I'm talking about. Holy moly. So Davis goes back diving, diving like Superman into the wall and uh, and, and goes head first into that thing. Oof. I was going to put Crazy. the game on, but I'm distracted by the porn bots on the Bud Light live stream again. Oh, my God. The porn bots have been, like, huge today. <laughs> right? They just, it, I mean, it, it, and, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. People ask me all the time, what happens? Why don't you, <laughs> you, they, it's just like spam. It's like spam mail. It's like a, a spinning phone number. Um, and you can get rid of them. You got to, you got to report everyone individually. And what happens is the more you get rid of them, the angrier the little the little porn bots get, and, and they come out in full force. This is about the fourth time today that the porn bots have shown up. Don't wear on good the... underwear because there could be some seepage and stuff. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. You're killing me. That's some good stuff. I don't care who you are. Look at that replay right there. As his knees hit the ground, his face and head hit the wall. Superman right there. Look at that. Uh, Kaboom. Oh, man. Oh, did you see it? No, I still I still have not pulled the game up. You are. You have clicked on the porn bots on the uh, Bud Light live stream, haven't you? (laughs) No, I on them. The entire the entire our whole area there inside Midwest Family's building is going to be contaminated via sex uh, spam because of you. And yet it would be hard to differentiate from the morning show anyway. So what's this the is true. That's what I was just going to say. It's probably uh, appreciated by one Ebo and, uh, and Rowdy. So <laughs> as the porn bots go crazy. Ah, there you go. The porn bots have been eliminated. They have been diffused. Uh, 877-867-1670. That, that was a scintillating. By the way, Davis, staying in the game. Staying in the game. Man. You talk about a tough dude. I thought for sure he'd not only be out of the game, but he'd, he'd be on the IL for about two months. Oh, my goodness. That, that's going to be a highlight reel. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Glad to have you. By the way, our buddy Steve says, uh, hey, Bill, I know I'm dating myself. But J.J. Watt, going back to that uh, comment about if you played uh, played. T.E., Total Beast. That's our buddy Steve in, in Richfield. Steve, you the man. I was out in Richfield the other day. They put that uh, new... That Pleasant Prairie Pub or whatever it is, right up the street, that brand new, uh, I think it opened up about six months ago, but it's new to me. That new restaurant, oh, beautiful place. Beautiful place. Good stuff. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and come back. Now that we have eliminated the porn bots. uh, Jesse, uh, just so you know, the porn bots are, no, no, not going to do it. Stay tuned. We We've got got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Well, the video is up. If you haven't seen Jonathan Davis go uh, head first, full on, into the wall. The video is up. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers actually retweeted it and uh, and tweeted it out. I retweeted it. So if you want to follow me over on Twitter, you can do so. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can see it for yourself. Oh, man. That is just, poof. That's a brutal face-first face plant right into the center field wall as his knees were hitting the ground, his body folded backwards. Oh, and he stays in the game. Oof. My goodness. My goodness. Uh, 877-867-1670. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin want to remind you that uh, they have got four years, no interest. Four years, no interest right now. So if you're looking for new windows, new patio doors, new entry door system, Whatever it may be, if you're looking for vinyl, if you're looking for the Impervia, which is as strong as, if not stronger than fiberglass, which if you're looking for wood, beautiful wood, from contemporary to traditional. If you're looking for the roll screen, slider window, the new screen that they have that allows even more light in. They got it all. Fantastic stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I got my door scheduled. Got it, uh, got it coming. So I'm fired up about that. We try to arrange dates to be able to get the thing in and i we're just i'm not even home for most of uh, july and most of august so we're going to do it early september but we're going to videotape that thing oh get that door put in it's gonna be great can't wait the last of the doors in my house all pella windows and doors of wisconsin i put my money where my mouth is because i believe in it that damn much so get a hold of our friends at pella windows and doors for the free consultation doesn't cost you anything to have them come out, measure it up, take a look at it, give you an estimate, all that kind of stuff, and get what you want. Different hardware, different interior, different exterior, all the different trim. They can take care of you. But right now, four years, no interest finance. How about that? Four years, no interest. Or say you're going to pay for it. Not going to do the no interest thing. They're going to give you 250 bucks off some of these windows and some of the higher end stuff, the slider windows and stuff, 400 bucks off. How about that? All kinds of deals right now. Go to PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA-WI. Coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to talk to our buddy Tyler Dunn from uh, Go Long TD Football. He uh, wrote an article about Sammy Watkins, the Sammy Watkins effect. So we're going to talk a little football after the top of the hour. I'm excited about that. Did you see... That Brooks Kepka Ben, said he really didn't start thinking about going over to the Live Tour until the U.S. Open. Yeah, and you Do know. Do you buy that? I've been in a mood this week, Bill, where I'm really not going to question anything I read. So, yeah, I'm going to take that surface value, believe every word he says, right? I think he is as full <laughs> of crap that his breath smells like it. I think he's just full of crap. Said He said yesterday that he didn't agree to join the LIV Golf Invitational, the Live Golf Turn, uh, Invitational Series, until after playing in the U.S. Open two weeks ago. Speaking at a news conference before the first Live Golf uh, Tournament in the United States, which starts on Thursday at Pumpkin Ridge outside of Portland, uh, he said he wanted more time to physically recover. By playing in fewer events, Kepka had previously pledged his loyalty to the PGA. He said back in, back in February, somebody uh, is going to sell out and go for it. Get that. Sell out and go for it. Brooks, look in the mirror, you hypocrite. Uh, when he was asked about the Saudi Arabian finance live golf circuit, 
Uh, earlier this month, he had criticized reporters for uh, asking him questions about live golf, accusing them of casting the black cloud over the U.S. Open. Just my opinion, man. Uh, when asked what caused him to change his mind, my opinion changed. That was it. You guys will never believe me, but we didn't have the conversation until everything was done at the U.S. Open, and I figured it out and just said, I was going to go one way or the other. Here I am. Brooks, I don't believe a word you're saying. Don't believe one word of it. Not one. He said, what I had to go through the last two years on my knees, the pain, the rehab, all this stuff, you realize, you know, I need a little bit more time off. I'll be the first one to say it. It's not been an easy last couple of years. And I think having a little, a few more breaks, a little more time at home to make sure I'm 100% before I go and play in an event that I don't feel like I'm forced to play right away is good. That's the so in funny, other words, that's the yeah. funny part. Yeah. Because it, not only you know, you're not forced to play. I not only like, yeah, he's only playing eight events, but out of anybody in the world, you don't want to say no to it's the Saudi government that just bought you. Right. And he is now literally forced to play PGA tour. You could go play the events you want to play. You just have to hit right. a certain number here. If he doesn't show up and play this weekend, I don't know what would happen. He is in my opinion, Brooks Kepka is a liar. Bold face, shut the hell up. Your eyes are brown. You're so full of crap, liar. Just for everything that's been said, I agree with you 100%. For everything that's been said about it, for the fact that he's talking about being forced to play. And, you know, look, Tiger was never forced to play. You have to play certain events. You have to play so many events for the PGA, unless, of course, you're injured and you're ailing. Kind of have the doctor's excuse. You know, you can gear up for the majors. We've seen it, but Brooks Kepka is just, he's so full of crap. He's so full of crap. Will you be watching the live this weekend, Bill? Uh, no, I will not. I will not give two dams about the live this weekend. I, uh, well, depending on what happens to me uh, on tomorrow, Thursday, regarding the back uh, procedure, I'm hoping I'm going to be okay to do the show on Friday. And then once I'm off the air on Friday, it is, if I'm doing okay, I'm going to Road America. If I'm not, then I'm going to take one more day of rehab at home, and, uh, and then, I'll, then I'll head to Road America. But, no, I am all racing all weekend. I am all about being in the great national park of speed that is our friends at Road America and Elkhart Lake. That's it. Uh, I'll watch some Brewers baseball. I'll pay attention to it on my phone a little bit. I'll do that. Uh, we probably will have a signal. Uh, they, they're pretty good about hooking us up uh, via the RV uh, up at Road America, so we'll probably have a signal. And if not, I'll listen to it on the radio and watch the races and and, uh, and just enjoy myself. But that's it. Nope. Not going to give two dams about the Live Golf Tournament. The Live Golf Tour. Nope. Competition. Co- I, yeah. I don't, don't classify it as a tournament. It is more yes, of an exhibition. An exhibition. Yes. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. Tyler Dunn, our good buddy from Go Long TD Football, uh, is going to be joining us. And he has just written a piece about Sammy Watkins and about the Sammy Watkins effect. Don't be scared. Don't be alarmed. He's only emanating positivity in year nine. 
the wide receiver Sammy Watkins, who may or may not be an alien, could also be the X factor to the Green Bay Packers. Here we go. Let's talk some Sammy Watkins. One of the targets for one, Aaron Rodgers. That is next on the Bill Michael Show. Stay tuned. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.